For where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We never know on what day or at what hour the deliverance, the healing, the salvation of one soul may hang on our prayer. We are responsible for one another in the mystical body of Christ. The prayer of one may be the salvation of another. And in today's Mass, if we look closely at the introit and at the gradual and at the offertory and at the communion, we discover that the Church places in our hearts and on our lips the very prayer that some soul somewhere may need to say and yet finds himself or herself unable to say. There are souls affected by a kind of spiritual paralysis. We know the episode in the Gospel of the paralytic who was brought to Jesus by his friends. And because there was such a crowd of people about the house, the men carrying the paralytic removed the tiles from the roof and lowered the man into the house so that he might be placed before Jesus. This is an image of intercessory prayer. And in today's Mass, we are given the prayer of a soul in dire distress. And this soul may be unable, for one reason or another, to pray for himself. And so, ours it is to say the words that this soul suffering from spiritual paralysis cannot say. And what do we say? Look at the intro it. I have cried to thee, for thou, O God, hast heard me. O incline thine ear unto me, and hear my words. Keep me, O Lord, as the apple of thy eye. Protect me under the shadow of thy wings. Today you may not feel particularly inspired to make this prayer for yourself. But the grace of the liturgy is that every utterance placed on our lips avails 
some member of the mystical body somewhere. No prayer, no word, no phrase, no syllable is without its effect. And we prayed in the gradual. From my secret sins cleanse me, O Lord, and from those of others spare thy servant. If they shall have no dominion over me, then shall I be without spot, and I shall be cleansed from the greatest sin. For whom are we praying or chanting these words? We may not know, but God knows, and God hears, and God answers. The Offertory Antiphon is the prayer of one whom God has saved, rescued, healed, put in a safe place. The right hand of the Lord hath brought strength. The right hand of the Lord hath exalted me. I shall not die, but live, and shall declare the works of the Lord. Whenever I encounter that phrase, dextera domini, the right hand of the Lord, I think of the right hand of the priest raised in absolution. I think of the right hand of the priest placing the adorable body of Christ on the tongue of the communicant. I think of the right hand of the priest anointing for the last journey. The right hand of the Lord hath wrought strength, this he does acting through his priests and the sacraments of the church. And then we come to the communion antiphon, Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle? Tabernacle here, of course, means tent. And as I explained the other day, this is no pokey little tent. This is the royal tent of the king. It is spacious and grand and beautiful and well furnished. Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest in thy holy hill? He that walketh without blemish, and worketh justice. All of these words of today's Mass are mysterious words. Mysterious not in the sense that we cannot understand them, but mysterious in this sense, that they contain and unleash divine power. The Word of God is always effective. We may not know where the Word of God is going to be effective, nor how it is going to be effective, nor for whom. But when God speaks, it is never in vain. And when the Church makes her own 
the word of God in the sacred liturgy. It is never in vain. And this is why St. Benedict calls the divine office, including this, the holy sacrifice of the Mass, the work of God. Because while we gather here to chant the Word of God, to listen to the Word of God, to pray with the words placed on our lips and in our hearts by the Bride of Christ the Church, God is at work. God is at work. And in this work of God for us, God doing for us and in us things that we of ourselves and by ourselves cannot do. In this work of God is all our hope. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.